St. Louis. Welcome back to another episode of Locked on Blues. I am your host, Haley Simon, and today we're going to be talking about somebody that's back, what the Blues' biggest weakness is, and of course, my final remarks regarding the NHL Summer League possibility. This is all coming up here on Locked on Blues. Your Locked on Blues, your daily podcast on the St. Louis Blues. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. First off, thank you for making Locked On Blues your first listen every day here, a part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I want to let you know today's episode is brought to you by Fandle Sportsbook, the official sportsbook of Locked On. Make every moment more. Visit fandle.com slash locked on today to get started. St. Louis. For those that don't know me, my name is Haley Simon, and I am your host of the Locked on Blues podcast. We officially made it to over a month together. Our relationship now is a little steady, I would say. So I am so excited and thrilled. And whatever word you can use to describe happiness to be your host of Locked on Blues, where we talk the St. Louis Blues every day, Monday through Friday, with an occasional emergency episode. And yes, we have had that this season. But in good old hockey god fashion, in yesterday's episode, to my everydayers that listen, that definitely picked up on my vibe, I was a little frustrated by the lack of news going on. And I just thought to myself, I'm like, something needs to happen. Well... Today, something happened, and his name is Oscar. Oscar, yes. Oscar Sundquist came back to a one-year, one-way contract worth $775,000. So who is he? Let's go talk about it. Also, shout out to ARMY because ARMY is making powerful moves. That's why I'm wearing my ARMY green in honor of ARMY (laughs) because I am thrilled. I saw this, and I'm like, there's no way. Oh, there is a way. So let's go talk about it. So, all right. So Sunquist is now 29 and he returns to the Blues after a five-year stint with the team from 2017 to 2022. Hmm. What happened during that time, St. Louis? Was there a Stanley Cup that was won? Yes, he was a part of that Stanley Cup victorious team. So during his time um he collected 83 points 35 goals 48 assists and 90 penalty minutes in 242 regular season games he also appeared in 34 postseason games with the team including 2019 where he had 10 points four goals six assists and 25 games to help those blues win that cup last season Sunquist split time between the Detroit Red Wings and the Minnesota Wild, tallying 28 points, 10 goals, 18 assists, and 67 regular season games. Across his eight career NHL seasons, he has accumulated 123 points, 50 goals, 73 assists, and 355 regular season games. And a little fun fact, this was not the first time he won the Stanley Cup, folks. He also won it in 2016 with the Pittsburgh Penguins. So he is a forward. Obviously, you know, 
if you follow the Blues whatsoever, you know that he was an important part of the cup run. But this is a solid move. I like the one year. I like that Doug, and I don't know what he's thinking, but I like that he might be thinking, you know what? He's experienced, a little bit older, so let's have him for this season because this season, it is still just about making it to the postseason and letting those younger guys develop. So this was a solid move. I, I can't put into words how comforting, for me at least, it feels to have a member of that squad come back. That team was so special to me. I'm about to sneeze, so I'm going to mute this. And we're back. I am back. Um, so it's funny because, yeah, well, today, um, this is July 12th. He put out a tweet, Oscar, with a blue heart and eyes this morning before the news was officially announced. For all my people on YouTube, you can see the tweet. Um, he's definitely excited to come back. And I'm excited to have him back. Uh, the Blues also, when they tweeted about this, they said, Blues sign Seattle, St. Louis. I don't know if I see it's Seattle. St. Louis City Soccer Club, which is the MLS team. Um, why did I say Seattle? You know what it is? The Kraken were on my timeline. Ew. <laughs> I'm not a fan of them. Um but no, it is very nice that he is back, and it definitely made me feel a little bit better just about welcoming him back. He also sent a message. I don't want to play that because I don't have, like, the rights to the message, but basically it was him just talking, saying that he was excited about it, and he's happy. He's really happy. So this is a good day for St. Louis fans, and uh, it's his home. So... I feel good. Number 70, baby. He back, he back. But I think the funniest part about it is everyone's reaction to this. So when I saw it, I was at work and I look at my phone because I have obviously the Twitter notifications on from the blues. And I'm like, there's no way. I thought it was a prank being pulled because they said that he had a, they said Oscar had a message. And when I opened it, I'm like, Oh my God, wait, this is happening. So ironically, the hockey gods blessed me with some good news today because I was feeling a little, you know, I, I miss hockey. I miss, you know, I miss watching those blues and he's back, which, you know, obviously it's one season. So who knows what will happen, but Doug Armstrong made me a very happy St. Louis Blues fan today. He made me a very happy hockey fan today and seeing you on social media and I want to know your reactions but majority of you really just seemed to be not just happy not just thrilled but you just seemed to have that extra glimmer of hope for this upcoming season and this is what army wants right he wants a team that can compete and unfortunately, you know, here in St. Louis, we did not have that, you know, this past season. So, yeah, it's important to add guys. And listen, 
he's a great forward. He's great at making assists and he's a good passer. And while his goals may not be the most, you know, significant thing about him, while he can still score, it's still not, you know, the best trait that he has, but he makes plays happen. He's a big guy. He knows how to throw some punches if needed. And this is what the St. Louis team definitely needs. Um, so I couldn't be happier about this. I give this a nine out of 10 move. And I only say nine out of 10 because there's no such thing as a perfect move when it comes to hockey. You can't ever have that expectation that it's always going to be perfect because it's not going to always be perfect. There's going to be trades. There's going to be moves that are not the best. So I think taking a step back and realizing, you know what, this is a good move. This is a solid move. Is this the best move? No, but is this a significant improvement to the team? Yes. And anything that improves the team, at least in my eyes, is a solid move because at the end of the day, and, you know, I've talked about this before here in Lockdown Blues, it is most important foremost for them to make it to the postseason. So adding a big body again on the ice and now you don't just have Oscar, you also have Kevin, which again, Kevin is a bigger guy. So now you have two forwards that are big, adding that onto the ice, not bad. And again, these are veteran players. It's sad to say, but you're not young when you're 29 in the National Hockey League. And Kevin, I believe, is 30-something. And again, that's not young when you're in the National Hockey League. So I believe adding that into play. Now, the defense definitely needs improvement. And I'm going to talk about this within the next segment. But first, I want to tell you about my friends at FanDuel. Make your way to FanDuel because right now, new customers can get a no-sweat first bet up to $2,500. That's $2,500 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. I love FanDuel because I know I will always get great promotions every single day. It's a safe and secure app, and I get paid instantly. There's no better place to bet all the playoff action than America's number one sportsbook. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to get a no sweat first bet up to $2,500. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on NHL locked on FanDuel official sports betting partner of the NBA. All right. So next order of business weaknesses. The blues have a very obvious weakness, but I wanted to put out a Twitter poll because I am somebody where I value opinions, okay? I value what you think. I value what you have to say because that's how this show becomes a fun, interactive show. It's not just me talking and venting. It's me also listening. It's also me hearing what you need to say because this is a collaborative effort here, folks, okay? This is where... I want you to voice your opinions because then we can have some honest discussion about it. Think about it like you're calling in, except you're not really calling in, but you're still able to voice your opinion. As I said, I work in radio. I deal with people calling in. I deal with all that. So I really do enjoy when I have other people's opinions because it helps not just with my own opinions, right? But it helps with you being able to listen to an episode and say, you know what? 
Haley is hitting on what I wanted to hear about. And I definitely want to bring you that experience. So with all that being said, on Twitter at Lockdown Blues, I said, what are you most worried about heading into the season? So let's go over the options. One of the options was blue line. One of the options was offense and scoring. And then finally, the third option was goal tending. I can tell you, if you had a guess right now, you're right. Because two of the three options only had 5% each. So offensive slash scoring and goal tending each had 5%. 90% of you chose the blue line. So this is my biggest concern heading into the season is the protection surrounding Jordan Binghamton. And I don't know if Army even is going to do anything else to help out in this case, because we're kind of getting a little bit closer to the start of the season. A lot of the guys in free agency have already been claimed. So what is the actual plan with the St. Louis Blues' blue line? And as I said, I like when you guys message. So Joe, or, oh, I'm... Jorn or Joe, I, I apologize if I messed it up, said, I said it before, new coaches and new defensive systems will improve things. And that we have some interesting players in the deed down the pipeline. I am more worried that Benner will struggle more. So I want to address this. Yes. I feel good. Maybe give me two seasons from now with the defensive prospects that the Blues have. But... This is my fear, and I don't want it to come true. I'm not manifesting this. I'm not wanting this. But what significant changes have the Blues made when it comes to the blue line? They've made some good changes offensively. But if Binner is not going to get protected, and it's not him personally. So I don't want anybody thinking I'm coming after Binner because I respect him. I already said He is one of the best goalies in the National Hockey League, and you can't tell me otherwise. Any goalie that comes in and is able to get you that cup immediately and the skill that he executed always will be top-notch to me. Hockey is one of the most physical sports, and it's definitely something that people don't talk about, but being a goalie in the National Hockey League takes the most effort and skill. It is not an easy task. So I don't want any Benner slander because I will not tolerate it. But what I will say is this. If he has no protection, how could he be successful? And it has nothing to do with him. It has everything to do with the blue line. And that is the issue that the St. Louis Blues are going to run into. Is if you're not going to improve the blue line and you're not going to improve the protection surrounding Binner, then realistically, how much better will St. Louis be? Maybe a couple more goals than they had last season. Okay, fine. A little bit more competitive. Fine. But you're seeing that people on the team are not connecting with Baruby the way that they used to. You're seeing your blue line struggle. You're seeing Bennington have one of his worst seasons, and it wasn't even his fault directly. I think, and I'm not saying I'm a coaching expert. I am not. I'm not a general manager, right? But I think 
taking a look at um, this past season and knowing these players and what they're capable of, sometimes things just don't mesh, okay? And I hate to be that way, but sometimes things just don't mesh up. So maybe adding in a veteran defender even to help out a little bit, to show some more leadership on the ice, a big body. Like what they did with Kevin Hayes was smart. They got him for basically nothing, and it's going to benefit the team. They need to do that defensively. Money is an issue, right? So that's why I said an older player, because some of these younger guys, they're going for a lot of money because they have a lot of years left. They have that, you know, they have that longevity within them. Some of these older players are expiration day playing that National Hockey League might come to an end soon. So am I wrong for saying that? Just how I said I wanted a veteran um, third-string goalie to protect uh, Benner and Hoffer in case. The point of the matter is the St. Louis Blues will not persevere if the defense doesn't improve. So there are some comments based on uh, the comment I read from uh, Jorn. And Dak said, I hear you on Binner. Not sure if he's more of an average. Um, hmm. Yeah, I could see how someone could think that, right? And then Jordan said, adding that the improved D should make his life easier. He will need to stabilize his effort, which we actually haven't seen for a long time. Right. So that is a good point. And I'm glad that, you know, you are acknowledging the fact that, you know what, Binner, you know, he hasn't had it easy. He's had to put in so much more effort defensively because he's had no protection. So it is a real test. How well is Jordan Binghamton behind the net? I mean, in front of the net. Because that's something that St. Louis fans have not seen because of the lack of protection. So then Doug said, that was my thought on getting a new D coach too. I'm concerned though that Baruby's end of the season interview, he said there was no system issues. Um, players just need to perform better. Then they hired a rookie D coach. Hopefully he doesn't defer to Baruby and we will see change. And then I'm going to read Jordan's comment because this is the last one. Yes, it's a valid question indeed. It will depend on Army, though. He was very clear in his postseason interviews that the D was not good enough. Time will tell. Right. Again, they know defense is an issue. What will be done about it? I'm not too sure. Do I feel confident about it? No. Am I concerned? Yes. Should this concern you? Absolutely. I like the conversation that you guys had on my Twitter at Locked on Blues. And speaking of Locked on Blues, you, as I said, can be sure to find us on Twitter at Locked on Blues. Make sure you subscribe on YouTube at Locked on Blues. We hit over 700 subscribers, so thank you very much. And again, my own social media, which is Haley T. Simon. You can find me on Instagram, Twitter, tweet me, DM me, talk to me, all St. Louis Blues and St. Louis Blues only. Okay. I'm glad I put out a little disclaimer. So I have some final thoughts for today. I like doing final thoughts. This is a fun summer segment where I give you my final thoughts on a couple of things. First off, final thoughts. Retirement is an exciting thing for some. But for goaltender Thomas Grease, Grice, I missed that. Oh, see, I already fumbled the bag. 
He announced his retirement from hockey after 14 seasons on Wednesday. He played his final season with the St. Louis Blues, recording a 7-10 record and six team starts. So, yeah, thank you. And then he posted, see, this is crazy. He played 368 regular season games for the Blues with a record of 162, 130, and 37. Oh, well, this also includes Detroit Red Wings, New York Islanders, Penguins, Coyotes, Sharks. Um, <laughs> I <laughs> I was like, it was just for, not just for the Blues. Like, we were only like a small majority of it. Um, he was German born. And one thing I want to say, a little fun fact about me, is I can speak German fluently. So that's my fun fact. So, hello, especially Harry, especially my friend, aber ich liebe das Hockey. Yay, look at that. I'm bilingual. That's a fun fact I bet you didn't know about me. So, congratulations, Thomas. I am happy that you're able to spend some time here in St. Louis. I'm happy that you were able to finally retire after 14 seasons. And you will definitely be missed in the NHL. So a big congratulations. Even if you play on the Blues for a short period of time, I always say once a Blue, always a Blue. So a huge congratulations. Another final thought that I have is on my hockey league idea for the summer. The more I think about it, the more I think that this is a good idea. I don't want to bore you too much, but my final thought on that is this. If... The NHL decides, you know, after listening to here on Locked on Blues, that they like the idea. How cool would it be? And this is something that I feel like nobody really talks about. Officials. <laughs> you know, we like to boo at them, right? But they were still doing their job. How cool would it be to have officials that are training to get into the NHL to officiate these games? So have some AHL officials, have some officials that are training, I think that this would be a cool perspective to see the road it takes to be an official for the National Hockey League. I thought that was a cool idea that I had. <laughs> it's nothing like crazy. I just thought, you know, besides it being for the players itself, the National Hockey League could use this as a learning experience, as a teaching experience. And I think overall, like, you really can't do any wrong. It would be foolish for the National Hockey League to not consider doing a summer league. Um, the NBA has their summer league. The MLB, I mean, their spring training is a little bit longer than the training camps are for hockey. But they do things, right, that are still entertaining their fan base. Football, I mean, football is one of those sports, as I said, where there's a lot going on in there's also not a lot going on, but they do have the practices in the summer. They have things that get fans involved. So I don't think it's too far-fetched for me to propose the idea of doing a league such as a development camp league where two teams that usually don't play each other play each other with their prospects. And then you have officials on top of it that are practicing being NHL officials. It just seems to me like a win-win-win. Money viewership, fans, practice, NHL. Again, you can credit me with the idea. You can say that this was Haley Taylor Simon's idea. And uh, I will say, let's go Blues. And uh, 
where's my check? <laughs> Speaking of check, I'm about to check out of today's episode. Ooh, that transition game. I don't know why I just wowed. Uh, that was really 2015. Shows my age. Um, all right, you guys. I will talk to you tomorrow. And tomorrow, we're going to be talking about a player. A player that is near and dear to my heart. A player that I could see being the future captain of the St. Louis Blues this season? Hmm. Well, you're going to have to tune in tomorrow to find out who I'm talking about. All right. I will see you tomorrow. And how I end every episode, let's go Blues.